Welcome to the Peanut Butter and Jody Podcast, where we discuss life, love, and the art of successful relationships. I'm Jody, and the love of my life and partner in crime, Laura, is by my side. Say hi, Laura. Hi, Laura. Hello, me lovely butter. <laughs> I'm also peanut. Peanut butter. Hi. Hey, how are you? I am really well. How my are you? Love, my love, I'm very good. Very good. Thank you for asking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, so I'm going to thank our listenership. Got lots of folks, well, comparatively. We're no Joe Rogan here, but... Uh, Got quite a few folks listening to the podcast now. Our numbers have gone up uh, a third in the past week and a half. I know it's awesome. It really is, and I, I don't know thank what it everyone is. Everyone for that. I don't know what it is, but it's just we're so captivating. And oh yes, people are just so uh, you know just you know waiting on every single word <laughs> out of our mouths because it's so important. It is like a soap opera. It is. It is. But I would like to thank everyone. Um, if you are following us and enjoying this podcast, um, support us by uh, giving us a positive review on either Google Play or uh, iTunes. Um, you know, like us, promote us, tell people that we're, we're super fun and fancy free. And uh, we would greatly appreciate that. We are that. not fancy free. We're married. We're married free. Mm-hmm. Married for married free I'm married free oh <laughs> not too but free oh so thank you everyone for listening and uh, we will continue uh, down our path and provide some uh, oral pleasure okay it's because we're talking okay we're talking yes all you right you have a filthy <laughs> little mind <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there <laughs> filthy little mind you know, everyone's listening and they're going, I wonder what today's captivating podcast is going to be about. Yeah, well, they, they're sitting there with bated breath. They are. Awaiting today's, or they could have just read the summary uh, when, before they downloaded oh, it. Oh, you just had to ruin that right now, didn't you, for me? All right, so let's just assume that, that listener A and listener B have no clue what we're going to talk mm-hmm. about. Let's just assume. Yep. Okay, so... We're going to spring this one on you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Today's podcast is about dun, 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 dun. caring for <laughs> you. Dun, 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 dun. Aww. Aww. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to talk about um, caring for yourself, caring for yourself physically, caring for yourself um, emotionally, um, things we've tried, things that we continue to try, things that I've tried and failed at. Um, there's many, many of those. Um, and some of the tips and tricks we've learned along the way, um, some successes, um, despite my lack of willpower, things that I know work, uh, things that we've found that, that are helpful, useful, and can better your life. Yes. Yes. And they may find a common ground listening and saying, oh, I did that, or I do that, or... yeah. I had a giant five spring thing that I pulled to make my chest bigger. That didn't work. Or help out. What do they call that? 
The shake weight. The shake weight, yeah. Let's be honest. Come on. Shake um, weight, shake weights, you know, uh, become the world's greatest masturbation simulation right. device. Is that your M word for the day? Masturbation. Okay. But yeah, but you but if you look at it, it looks like you're it does. you're yanking your wanky. Listen. So I'm actually gonna go back to uh, when the painters were here to start this off. Okay. Uh, Bonnie had touched on a subject which goes with this about women and how women do not, um, especially when you're a mom, I, I guess when you are a mom, you put yourself second or third, depending, um, to taking care of yourself. And I don't mean just exercising or yoga, but anything that will give you a pleasure, you know, to make you feel refreshed and able to handle the next task that comes along. And uh, I think that's very, very important, uh, a mom speaking right now, that you need to take care of yourself. And I am blessed to have Bubba because he makes this possible. And I don't mean that in a sexist way. I mean that in a marriage, being there for each other kind of way. And he has been a very, very big support for me in every way. Oh, thank you. You have been Aww. and continue to be. And and I am serious. I would not be able to do some of the things I do if you didn't support and want you know, me to be the best person I could be and be happy with myself. So I just wanted to say that first. Oh, thank you, honey. Before anything else. That's very kind. It's true. I don't just say things. You know I'm, that. I'm aware of that. Yes, you do not just say it. I do not. No, you don't. Um, and you, uh, you know, and to, to your point, um, you know, I can thank you similarly because um, of the millions of things that I've tried over the years to <laughs> to uh, better myself, whether it's um, creatively, physically, emotionally, um, the million things that I've gotten myself into the next thing that's going to make me rich and famous and whatever it is you've always been there to support me I have yeah you have and I I appreciate that you're welcome and I'll continue to try a million more things yes you will yes I will so um let's talk a little bit about pop music talk about pop music talk about (laughs) yeah we could talk about um some of our experiences with the physical side of things Mm-hmm. Things that we've tried, things that work, things that don't work. So, um, is this about my one night stand? Yeah, sure. But, okay. but we'll talk about this in kind of like three phases, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So physically, emotionally, and uh, you know, um, mindfulness. And I know nutrition. it just didn't go. It's like you have physically, emotionally, and mindfulness. It just mindfulness. doesn't flow. But it's the only way I could express it or explain it is mindfulness yeah and um i'll talk about some very recent experiences i'm you know or i could have just said mentally physically emotionally mentally yeah okay so part of the physical stuff has to do with um how you care for your body right yes so like for instance um you know physically taking care of yourself body grooming Mm-hmm. You know, making sure that you're not a haggard mess. Yes. Um, I've had my own experiences with some body grooming. Um, yeah, I have a uh, I have a body grooming tool. You do? It's supposed to 
keep the fellas nice and clean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because the last thing you want to do is when you're, you know, taking care of business and keeping the keeping the crop trimmed, you don't want to lacerate your fellas. <gasps> oh, that would be um, horrible. But it, it it's as funny as it is. I think it's it's an important thing because. Um, it's like shaving and taking care of yourself, grooming yourself physically. Yes. Um, you know, you're not going to feel good in general if you just walk out, a, a, you know, a horrible, haggard mess in general. Yes. I think it's it's good for your mental state. It's good for your, your you know, feeling good about yourself. Oh, of course. I mean, that's yeah. a, it's a big deal. Yes. Now, me with my hair, um, I don't have any on my head. So, bar of soap, I'm good to go. Yeah, but you have to shave it. I do have to shave it. Or you look like a chia pet. I, nobody wants me to look like a chia. No. Pet. Which am I? The chia head, or am I like a chia chia goat? I don't know. There's all these little chia products. Uh, chia Smurf. Uh, oh. Perhaps. No, you'd be chia Buddha. Oh, because of my belly. Oh, oh. going to rub the belly. All right. Um, but that's um, you I'm want me to go totally ahead. in agreement on the concept of of personal grooming of men grooming yes how about manscaping can i talk about that's today's m word manscaping can can i talk about um talk about anything my grooming do you want to do you want to do that like first your grooming then my grooming well see okay so my grooming was very simple yeah i shower i shave i manscape as appropriate and that's pretty much it my lovely here has a uh, completely different complex regimen involving many uh, organic products, salves, lotions, notions. It's true. It is true. And it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. Well, what's the latest one? Uh, is it Cool Whip for the hair? <laughs> what is that? No, no. Um, I am really into... Uh, more than it used to be, very natural products because we don't know what is going into half the stuff that you put on your body or in your body. I know. It has sodium laurelith in it. Oh, goodness. If I can't pronounce it, I ain't taking it. There you so, go. So, um, you know, I when I take a shower, I shave every single day. I also get threaded every other week and I have a relationship with well it sounded really bad I have a very friendly relationship with the lady that <laughs> threads me keep talking oh, they actually came to our wedding the mother and the daughter like they're our wonderful wedding. people I mean our daughter's wedding oh my god <laughs> so tell me about this relationship with stop lady. it <sighs> so anyway I see her and um as far as like my shampoos go, I use organic shampoo and organic conditioners. I do a hair mask once a week. I do a facial mask once a week. And um, I don't know. I just, I'm very much into grooming. And a variety of skin products that you yeah, buy. Yeah, I use uh, oh. facial lotions and body lotions and all that good stuff. And I, I can Vitamins. tell you... I mean, you're you're genetically blessed, first of all, because you look incredibly young. Wow. Um, genetically blessed. Wow. Yes, you can use that uh, to describe your women, free of charge. <laughs> Take it, run with it. 
No problem. It's a gift from me to you. Well, I was going to say, I also take vitamins. Like I take biotin, uh, vitamin C, vitamin B12, vitamin B6, because it's very important for women that are getting into the older years to be using some of these to keep your skin, um, you know, with hydrated, moisture, yeah. hydrated. hydrated. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. And you're also very careful of, uh, no, you know, not being overexposed to the sun. Oh, yeah. Stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So, um, uh-huh. And I, I take collagen now. That's the new one. Well, Take collagen. a scoop of that. A little scoop of collagen in your coffee. Put it. Yeah, that's what I do because yeah. it melts better. Or um, also in my hair mask, I do collagen, olive oil, or cano- uh, canola. Boy, yeah. I'm just having a... A little bit of Pam <laughs> sprayed in there. <laughs> or Jim. Yeah. I'm sorry. Office humor. Um, I do... Um, <laughs> Uh, what's the other one? Castor oil or olive oil you could do and collagen. And uh, you put that in your hair. What was the other thing with it? I forget now. I, I don't, don't know. know. Do anyway. you find it helps the mask? Oh, no, I just started it. Oh, cool. But see, and um, one one facet of this too, um, also the kind of food that you consume generally is um, is going to help, you know, because ultimately you'd, you'd so want to So do you get... want to get into the food aspect now? We've done the grooming. Yeah, well, I'm kind of. That's what I'm kind of doing. Is that what you're doing? That's yeah. You just reveal. I the can't path. think of the third product. It's collagen. It's olive oil, and now I'm going to go nuts because I can't remember. Is it lavender? No. Oh, All anyway. right, go ahead. Go ahead. So anyway, oh, it's coconut oil. Coconut oil. There it is. But you have to actually <sighs> melt, or it's going to be lumpy and gross. So you right. massage that. Kinda Massaging like in your scalp is very good because it you know, kind of stimulates the scalp. Yep. Stimulates the scalp and keeps your, your hair from drying out. Yes. And I was told I have very healthy hair, very thin hair, which I despise, but I have very healthy hair. I was told from a dermatologist, which, you know, kind of helps, but kind of like whatever, you know, I I just, but, um, as I was saying about the kind of food you eat and the kind of diet that you keep, um, about me specifically, or is yeah, this you in general? That's about you specifically. I'll me? talk about my, my oh. debacle later. Okay. Um, but I think that the way that you eat promotes that that kind of good health. And I think, um, you know, you, you eat um, a, a fairly balanced diet. You know, there's there's lots of vegetables and lots of stuff like that in your in your diet. You know, not a whole lot of animal protein. Um. You know, and you kind of eliminated a lot of uh, artificial stimulants, caffeines and stuff like oh, that, yeah. too. Um, but all of those things, getting your, your vitamins from a, uh, a source that you can digest versus a supplement is a huge thing. You know, it's a huge thing for your overall body health to, mm-hmm. to, to get as much as you can naturally. But there is one thing that I want to throw out there for people that are interested in coming off coffee is I stumbled across this product called Ticino. Yeah, Ticino. And um, it's actually made of chicory root, and it tastes exactly like coffee, but there's no caffeine, and there's no acid in it, and it is so good. It is yeah, really good. I had two of them today at work, and I did not miss having coffee. No. Or the, the acidic side effects of coffee. No, and it gives you a natural high. So you're, you're not... You're you're a, a constant level. It's not like you're dipping down and then you have to have coffee and you go up again. It, it keeps you consistent. So yeah. I just want to. I didn't want to go on about it, but I just want to say it comes in tea bag form. 
Um, which is just dip it in hot water and, and look into it. Ticino. Ticino. T-E-E. Chino. Um, I had to look at Go it ahead. today. I didn't mean to interrupt to you, see what it but was, I had to but, say. Go. Um, yeah, so... Um, you know, I think you're you're a pretty good eater. Um, I've been a good eater at various points of my life. Yes, you're like Pac-Man. Yes, yeah, yeah. Just uh, I'm looking for the cherry. Um, well. Hey, <laughs> so, uh, but it's true. Um, <laughs> you know, there was a period of time where I understood. Period. Um, period. I understood <laughs> um, the benefits of plant-based eating. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to call it uh, one of the V words, vegetarian or veganism. Oh, I didn't know what V word you were talking about there. Because those are uh, there's social connotations with those. And, are you and, going to mention the doctor? Yeah, I will. Oh, um, but I went on a, a quite a bender of of plant based eating. Educated myself a lot on the topic, and it makes sense. Um, yeah, it makes complete sense. And and here's some some pure facts. You know, before going on a plant-based diet, my total cholesterol was about 180. My triglycerides were like 40-something or whatever it was. Um, Are these high? Yeah, they they weren't high, but they were not what you would consider in a super healthy person. Okay. So when I switched to a plant-based diet, uh, and that was Dr. Furman's diet, um, which is eat to live, um, when I switched to Eat to Live, my numbers dramatically changed in a very short period of time. So my blood pressure came down from like 140 over 95 to 117 over 70 something without any exercise, by the way. Um, my triglycerides were cut into the teens. Uh, they, they were cut into the teens. and My total cholesterol was 130 something. Um, and what about like, did you lose weight? Yeah, I lost 60 pounds uh, in about three months. So if you have something that you feel is that great of a a way of eating, Mm -hmm. living, why did you go off of it? Um, Well, I injured myself first. Okay, so Which injury is this? The my, foot? My Achilles, yeah. Okay. So I started exercising, then I couldn't exercise, and I was exercising very vigorously actually at the time. And I lost a bunch of weight, and at some point, um, I, I don't know, I, I got off of the got off of the path, and and I'm a, still a huge proponent of it, and uh, and the China study, and and all these other things that you can you can prove statistically that, you know, this if you want to avoid disease and all this other stuff, this is the right way to eat. You know, we eat the way that we eat, and the protein dominant diet. So we eat, uh, we do this because we enjoy it. You know, I mean, that's really the reason why we do it. So, we don't need the protein we consume. Me knowing you. Yeah. I think the reason you went off of it was because you're very stressed out from work and food kind of helps you. You kind of go, this Milky Way tastes delicious. Yeah. Um, 100%. I'm a stress eater. I eat, well, I eat when I'm happy. I eat when I'm sad. Yes. You have and, stated that before and it's very true. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's kind of led me off the path a bit. Um, so for me, consistency is a problem with me eating properly. Yes. I, and the thing is that in, in my metabolism so screwy that I don't, I don't eat a ridiculous amount of food, but I will put on weight quickly. Um, even if I'm not, like you would say, oh That's gosh. That's genetics. Yeah, if somebody's going <clears> to <throat> gain 50 pounds, you know, my God, he must be just eating like an entire 
you know, an entire loaf of French toast in yeah, a sitting. Yeah, we know those people that can eat and eat and eat, yeah. and they don't gain anything. Yeah, and then people like me, I literally have to be in the room with, I smell it, and I'm gaining weight. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's the absolute truth. And it, it's only going to get harder as I get older. So I have to come to some sort of a, a happy medium between uh, plant-dominant eating and things that satiate the other parts of it for me. Right, right. So that's kind of where I'm, I'm heading. Yeah. Um, and I think that's probably more realistic for, for the long term. Oh, yeah, because that's how I eat. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and plus also, not for nothing, but eliminating dairy from my diet, which I did. Um, will help your mental disorder as well, according to, to people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but eliminating dairy from my diet actually hurt me. Because I'm one of one of those people who um, is susceptible to getting kidney stones. Oh, that's right? right. Yep. So what happens is you eat, you drink cow's milk or eat eat a cow based product, and your body really doesn't absorb that calcium a whole lot. So okay. it's not really giving you the bone strengthening people think, right? You can get more calcium in broccoli than you can from milk. That's so bizarre. Ounce, which is weird, right? But <laughs> that calcium is a very specific kind of calcium and it floats around in your body. And what happens is when it goes into your into your kidneys and stuff like that, there's these little things that float around in there, right? And they kind of grab on to the calcium and you pee it out. If the calcium's not there, those little crystals build up. Okay. And form kidney stones, which um, I've I, had to, but mine were mine well, weren't related to dairy. No, I, I, I was passing were. golf balls. Okay, mine were giant. Remember, I drew a little face on one of them. You're a weirdo. Yeah, I did. Mine um, was related to lack of drinking water. That, yeah, which can so. can lead to that. But in my case, it was the lack of the right kind of calcium in my my bloodstream to get these things out. You know what? I, I'm just going to make a statement. I, I think dairy is bad. You know why? Why? That's the town and it. They were from the town of Dairy. Definitely bad. That's where the evil clown resided. So Evil dairy. clown didn't look like a cow. No, but it was dairy. Yeah, it was. It was. See, um, awful, awful milk. So, uh... So I have to supplement calcium anyway, but yeah. Okay. Anywho. So um, anything else that you want to uh, talk about briefly? Yes, about I'll speak food. very briefly oh. about food. Um, we just... Here's the... No, the brief the brief uh, takeaway about food. Okay. It took a little bit of time. Okay. Right? But to get our, our kids to make the shift to eating a healthier diet... That worked well. <laughs> One out of three did it. Um, but... But the point is, is that um, it, it took a little time, but there there was a point where we were consuming a, a large quantity of, of fruits and vegetables and and, um, you know, meat replacement products and things like that. But, um, you know, I was even doing meditating with Christian. Do you remember that? He yeah. come from school and I do meditation with him. Yeah. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. Will we? We will. Um, but yeah, so just, you know, kind of like lead by example, your kids are going to follow what you do. So if you decide you want to eat 50 pounds of bacon, your kid's probably going to eat 50 pounds of bacon. Oh God, that's horrible. Uh, bacon's really delicious. So mm, it is, but you that's know. a lot of bacon. That's a lot of bacon. A lot of bacon. Okay. All right. So well, do we want to go to the second one? Yeah, sure. Emotional? Emotional? Or do you want to go to Well, we did we talk about mental? The, no, we didn't talk about physical. 
we talked about the grooming part of things, but what about? Oh, yeah, we're gonna out. go. We're gonna go back. Go ahead, do your voice back. We're gonna go back in time and discover the physical exercise that I completely fail at. No, I used to do. Oh. Oh, oh. Back in the 80s. Oh, okay. We will go back in time and discover Laura's affinity for the Jane Fonda workout. (laughs) (laughs) So I remember we lived in a row house that I've, that's the one where my mother and grandmother would clean the roof. Right, right. right. Peanut butter and butter sandwiches, right? where I had dreams of dead people rising through the basement floor. I, I didn't even get into that I one. I see dead people. That's creepy house. I dreamed of upside down crosses. We're going we're gonna to have to have a whole podcast about that. Anyway, Zach. So anyway, <laughs> what I'm going to talk about. I used to do the Jane Fonda workout. So I'd sit in the kitchen with a linoleum and, you know, oh. All that good stuff, the, the the table that was as large as the kitchen that we had. Um, and I used to put my VHS tape in, and I used to do the Jane Fonda workout. And then uh, from there, see, I always kind of did exercises. Then I actually tried the 20-minute workout. And I used to come on, and I did the Cindy Crawford workout mm, for a yeah. while. And... Uh, um, and then I did try jazzercise one time because I'm like, this is not for me. Mm-mm. Nope. Um, so we had all those little goofy things, which you know was fine because you're exercising. And then we fast forward to how many years ago that was, Bub, that I started, I guess when my mom passed away, which uh, you were devastated about. So mm-hmm. you should remember um, my mom passed away and you said to me, listen, cause I used to go to her chemo treatments with her and I was running to every doctor and yeah, it was, you know, really, really obviously difficult. And when she passed, um, you said to me, you need to do something for yourself because between taking care of her and then taking care of the kids, you know, it was a lot. So, I was like, yeah, what do I want to do for myself? And I decided that I wanted to join a gym. And I was not a gym person. I hated the gym. I hated the idea of being next to somebody working out. I thought everyone's looking at me and judging me. And so I got a trainer and um, it was awesome. I would see him twice a week. He'd have me doing all kinds of things. So I went out of my comfort zone, not only because I joined a gym, but because I had a male trainer. Yeah. And he was awesome. I mean, like, great. And he was good for not only physical, but he was all, <laughs> he was also good hey. for, he was also good for my mental state because I'm very hard on myself. And he picked that up. And he said, listen, don't grade yourself and don't tell me this was a C workout when every workout is A plus. So it's good motivation. Yeah, he was great. So um, that was done. And then I trained myself for a 5K, which, you know, for some people is like nothing. But for me, who's not a runner, 
and I have to use an inhaler very infrequently, um, it's hard for me to run. And I did it. And when I sat in the car after it, I actually cried because it was a it was just a release of my parents both passing and this hurdle that I went through. So it's a huge achievement. though. It was. And I didn't tell anybody about it except, um, you know, Bub and the kids, because I didn't want anybody to know, because sometimes when you talk about things, hey, you I'll set join yourself ya. that and you set yourself up for failure, because what if you didn't do it? What if you hurt yourself? You know, like how many times have you talked about the fact that you're going to go on a diet and then it fails and then you're like, well, now I've talked to everybody and their mother about it. Yeah. And then I you suck. Know? Yeah. And then I pack back on the pounds <laughs> and, you and I suck. suck. So anyway. yeah. Congratulations, chubs. <laughs> So we're going to talk about a couple other exercises that will, will bring you into this. Yeah. Um, you did karate. I did. I took taekwondo for a while and um, I loved it. I think of Napoleon yeah, Dynamite. That's kind of what it was like. Me and Rex Kwondo. Um, Forget about it. Yeah. Rod and I went together um, for for a while. and um, Oh, I forgot he was with you. Yeah. and um, You have a very funny story about that. I do. And I'm going to talk about it right now. So, uh, so we went to, uh, to, now, he, wait, he's the friend you've known since you were three. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Lifelong friend. So we went to use family karate, uh, and, uh, we were learning Taekwondo and, um, I started first and he came in later and, um, you know, I was, uh, doing my thing and I, I was kicking when you're supposed to pull your kicks i'm kicking full force and popping my knees out it's a whole thing i i don't do things a little bit right nope you know there's one day when we're in taekwondo together and we're listening to to june re walking us through our our dozen exercises saying it's about the mind and the body so we're going was that italian yeah not quite the mind and the body i think it's korean um, it sounded Italian. So we're going through this whole thing. And I used to do it in my bedroom at home, too. I would do my exercises at home. And um, you would help each other. So because Taekwondo is very kick-centric, flexibility is a huge thing. So I was able to do a full 180 split, you know, the whole deal, and uh, which was a huge thing for me. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, and I could put my face to the floor in a 180 split position. Wow. So... Um, I was helping Rod become flexible, and um, so I'm behind him, and he has his legs, you know, spread apart. I don't know what the angle was, but it wasn't 180, and I'm helping him, you know, roll down by gently pushing on his back, and it's one of those times where the music in the class stopped. Not a other human being was speaking. It was silence, and yeah. My boy beefed in the middle of Taekwondo. Okay? He's going to love me for this. Um, yeah. It was literally dead silence. What was the re- like, what did you guys do? Because this happened. Like, how do you, how do you, how do you we laugh, bounce back Honestly, because we don't, we don't care. Most people probably would have started going, oh, no, 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 no. sorry, I had a frog in my throat. So what did people laugh? Did, were they like uh, there was? I think there was an occasional snicker. That's funny. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's funny. Which, did he you turn red? Yeah, but you know what's ironic? Here's what? here's karma for you. Okay. Okay. So here's karma for you. A few a few months ago, I decide I'm going to take my fat ass 
down in the basement of my work <laughs> where we have we have <laughs> yoga instructors coming in. Okay, you told me. This. So I go into some crazy pose, right? <laughs> my legs up in the air and. Okay. Then I went into corpse pose. What happens? Okay. So there was a woman who was working out next to me. Oh, never came back to yoga again. Okay. See, I would have dated you for yeah. sure. So so there's there's karma coming coming right back. Oh my back. god, that is so So funny. not just once, but twice in the class. And I they they were Wow. They were not quiet. Let me you just are, say that is really funny. Yeah, they were uh, explosions of a monumental form. Oh, okay, so that's my karate story. All right, so we're gonna fast forward for you. Yeah, fast forward for me, and I decide at some point I'm gonna take up DDP yoga. Mm-hmm. And I did it with you. It's not your mama's yoga. It's not. It's awesome. Yeah, basically what he did was he took. Well, who is it? Diamond Dallas Page, professional wrestler. Thank you. Who um, was a little older when he got into the wrestling game. Yep. And um, suffered pretty seriously because of it. You know, a lot of back issues, lots of injuries. And being being a dude from Jersey, you know, because he was a dude from, from Jersey Shore. Uh, he's like, nah, you know, his wife was all like, you know, you should really try yoga because to rehabilitate himself. Yeah. So he went and met with some people and he's like, ah, this is garbage. And next thing you know, he's doing some yoga poses and he um, helped heal himself. Yes. And that was kind of the formation of it. So what he did is he came up with a version of yoga, which uses a lot of uh, traditional poses and stretches and stuff like that. Yeah, and all that stuff. His whole concept is that um, as opposed to... Broken table. As opposed to going through gentle sweeping motions he wants you to keep your muscles engaged the whole time yeah and it does work yeah so your heart rate rises i may start doing that again because i get bored and yeah. i flip flop so and- literally you're standing still with your legs tightened up and your arms out in front of you and your hands locked and all yeah. your muscles engaged you're standing there and your heart rate's like 130 and it was fascinating and it, and it worked i mean yeah. I, I started dropping weight i started becoming more flexible and like everything else i do i dropped it um, but I will say though that it, that it, it absolutely one hundred percent works. So it's um, I think it's Ashtanga yoga is what it's based in, where it, you're talking about know. you're talking about um, yoga with muscle engagement is yeah. what you're talking about yeah. here. So other people do it. There's no um, there's no spiritual component to it uh, where where there is in some other forms of yoga. Um, but I would highly recommend DDP yoga. And I kind of use it like I exercise five days a week. I do my own thing. I've done research about different exercises, so I'll do booty plus, one day. Plus stuff from your trainer too. You yeah, know, you mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot from that. I use the some Bosu weights. And all that. Yeah, I love my Bosu. So I do the Bosu. I do weights. I do. Um, I do the uh, what you call it ball? The uh, exercise ball, medicine ball, whatever you want to call it. And I do everything in my basement. And uh, you can really give yourself your own intense workout. And I just threw together my own workout routines, and I do them five days a week. And believe me, there are more times than not where I'm like, uh, I don't want to go downstairs. I don't want to do this. I'd but I do. eat a Twinkie. But I do. I and do, I, and, and I feel good. And I eat the Twinkie. And I... <laughs> And I feel good. And I also set goals for myself, like silly things, like I have to drink these two gigantic lemon cucumber waters a day before I can have 
whatever. It's just I make up these silly, you know, rules. Yeah, but it's it's goal oriented things. It is. Right? It so is. so you're you're forcing um, goal oriented thinking on yourself to to make you achieve it because there might be you say okay well I want to have a couple animal crackers or something like that and you won't give it to yourself until you've achieved whatever it is you need to achieve it's true I do that where yes. everybody else in society you know in our society especially with the uh, the uh, you know the um, the sad the standard American diet um, look at you pulling that out yeah sad America the standard American diet but for people that do that it's it's a lot of, it's about massive portions food that that has no no nutritional value and overindulgence so what you're doing is you're giving yourself a small uh compensatory treat um for the work and i think that that's that's a good way to do it i mean it's 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 clearly it works for me and goal, then goal oriented and on yeah. the weekends i'll treat myself to something pizza or whatever and this this sunday i had peanut butter and butter I haven't had in years. Which was very good, by the and way. And Bubba tried it for the first time. I enjoyed it. Christian liked it, too. Yeah, it was very good. And then I gave myself the potato chips and chocolate ice cream. And then my stomach was like, what in the world were you doing? Yeah. Yeah. I also want to throw out there that, you know, from my girls, you know, I'm doing the intermittent dieting right now, which I just started. Intermittent fasting? Because of Tria. Mm-hmm. And, um, I know all about that. <sighs> of course you do. And Alex um, turned me on to a bunch of stuff. And, uh, and and actually, she does the avocado toast because I did that from my, I know people don't like her, Gwyneth Paltrow's cookbook. I, I It's like my Bible. I, I use stuff out of there because it's so easy. And it's good for you. I would um, agree. I mean, if you, if you can do away with her, you know, her goop and, you know, putting marbles up your hey nanny nanny. It wasn't marbles. Um, it was like a. It was an egg. It was an egg. It was a, it was a, a marble egg That's that you should crazy. you should put up your hey nanny nanny to kind of center yourself. Okay, so what happens Maybe is you if probably you're take a chicken. You take the hey nanny nanny. You go to the food store. You're walking out. past the broccoli. Nothing falls out. It falls and goes roll. Yeah, great. But it's Alex moist, turned me on to uh, turned us onto a lot of the Trader Joe's stuff and the yeah. cauliflower rice, which we haven't tried yet, and also the acai bowl. Yeah, she made the cauliflower oh, rice for right. me when I was did. in Florida. It was delicious. But the acai bowl, I I got that from her. So we kind of go back and forth, me and her, especially with recipes and yeah. Things now now and, Tria's doing the you know looking into intermittent fasting. Yeah, yeah, I is, did that. For, uh, I'm on that two days yeah, now. People have been doing that, you know, forever, uh-huh. and it just gives your you just and it's really nothing more than saying, okay, of my twenty-four hour day, I will eat during eight hours of it, and I will not eat for sixteen hours of it. Um, and if you work it out, it's just like if you make a little bit of a later breakfast and then stop eating at six o'clock at night, you give your body a lot of time to digest, process, and kind of cleanse itself mm-hmm. in that that subsequent sixteen hours. And Doctor Furman actually wrote a whole book on. Oh. On fasting. Okay, good for him. I read it. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> we went through. Okay, so ah. we went. <laughs> um, eating right. We did that. We went through exercising. Yep, we talked about body grooming. And now we should talk about the mind. Because we've discussed the mind before. And Let's um, all close our eyes. Close our eyes and focus for a moment. Oh. On the mind. I actually started meditating again today. I was telling you about 
Dan, what's his name? Um, uh, Dan uh, Harris. Dan Harris. Yeah, they and one of the anchors on uh, Good Morning America. Yeah, I stumbled across that today, and I actually did the first one, which is Joseph Goldstein, is the one he's speaking with for the first one, and it happens to be the podcast you're listening to with today. Joseph Goldstein today. How weird is that? So Laura calls me to tell me about hey. I was listening to Dan Harris today talking about meditation and all this other stuff. And um, is his name Dan Harris? I'm going to look it up. Go ahead. You talk. You talk. So the guy from Good Morning America, and he's talking about this uh, Dr. Goldstein. And I'm like, I'm listening to his podcast right now um, at the recommendation of my psychiatrist, actually, because it's not so much for for me from a mindfulness perspective that I was listening to him. Dan Harris, I'm sorry, it, you are Harris. correct. Actually, I have the app today, and it's called Ten Percent Happiness. Ten Percent Happiness. The first eight are, I think, free, and then you pay after that. So I'm stopping after eight. Yeah, I also use one called Headspace. Okay. Um, it's a meditation. Yeah, it's a guided meditation tool. Um, but the, the the so the cool thing is, the Laura's telling me about. You know that and this doctor today, and I happen to be listening to the guy's podcast about um, dealing with you know bad thoughts in your head. Okay, actually, I'll, I'll tell you very specifically. Well, wait, while you're looking that up, I'm going to give a little background on Dan Harris. Mm-hmm. That uh, he's fantastic. He comes on the weekends on ABC. He's got a great personality, and I didn't know. Uh, he said he's very skeptical about meditating. And he's being a news anchor, he said he is skeptical in general. And then he had a panic attack on live TV, which I didn't know, while he was actually I tuned in for that. And he said that's when he realized, you know, he had to do something. So he looked into a bunch of different people that did meditating. And there are some good ones, he said. And then there's some that are not so great. And he came across this guy, uh, Joseph Goldstein, who... Mm -hmm. Bub is going to talk about yeah um, briefly very briefly so um i listened to a podcast today and I, I will link to this remind me to put a link in into the description of this and like the other i have one to do for the about. other one yeah yep. um it was called transforming afflictive emotions and for me for from a mental state well, wait a minute this was your <clears throat> doctor had had me listen advice. to this yeah yeah so my psychiatrist mm-hmm. So I, I go to my psychiatrist on the weekend, and he's he's like, "So how you feeling?" You know, being that I'm uh, I'm on Prozac, and I said, "Well, I'm feeling pretty good. You know, a couple of small side effects, but I'm feeling pretty level in that I don't spike up and freak out." Right. right? And then he said, "Then he said, um, did you listen to the podcast?" And I said, "No." He goes, "Well, now you're probably in a good position to listen to this guy's podcast yep. about how to control afflictive emotions." Hmm. Right. And, and it has to, a lot to do. You can listen to it. Um, like I said, I'll put a link out there, but it has a lot to do with um, recognizing them, that they're happening, accepting that they're happening and not assigning uh, identity to them. So okay. you can say anger is here, not that I'm angry because now you've assigned it to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and today I actually was in a situation where um it probably would have triggered this kind of heavy emotional response from me. And I was able to keep myself 100% in check for the first time in, I 
as long as I can recall. That's amazing. I was very proud of you when you told me that. Well, thank I felt you. I felt like because that's that's it. Yes, you all know our mind is yeah, a powerful. And, and, thing. and this guy actually talks about it. He goes, he said he would actually do it to himself on purpose. He said he would he would he would think of things that triggered emotional responses in him. He's like, you know, I'm thinking of something. He'll think of something that would that made him mad, and his heart rate would rise and he would start to feel and get all anxious, all caught up with it. Yeah. You know? And he talks about there's, there's tons of different kinds of afflictive emotions out there. Um, you know, I mean, anger, fear, um, anxiety, depression. These are all, and these you know, things. I'm going to bring up a really good point too. I know when I, I took a meditation thing a couple of years ago, right? The, uh, TM. Yeah. You're right. And I started doing it and then I kind of went, ah, um, just to get busy and it's silly because you shouldn't be busy. You should make time for it. But anyway, so I'm starting to go back to it again. And I, and it's funny because when you meditate, especially me, I fall asleep very quickly. So I'd be there meditating. And next thing I know is I'm dreaming. And it's like, I'm like, is this supposed to be meditating? And uh, Joseph Goldstein was talking about that today uh, in what I was listening to about how you know, if you fall asleep or you start dreaming, it's okay. It's okay because when you come out of that little, yeah, I kind of equate it to a power nap. You know, you come out of it and then you just feel better about yourself. And I felt so calm. Yeah, and I think um, a lot of that has to to do with taking care of yourself emotionally. Now, now whether you- well, no, why why I was saying that <clears throat> was because. When, when I started to meditate and I would fall asleep and dream, nobody told me that that was supposed to be a natural thing. You could dream. Hmm. And he's the first person that ever said, if you fall asleep or you dream, you know, it's okay. So I'm just telling people out there who do, who want to start meditating that if you do that, it's actually okay. Yeah. And did you do a, was this during a guided meditation? It was, it was only like a, it was a five minute thing and he would talk during the beginning and then he had to close your eyes. So it was kind of like a little example of, of like what warm up. Yes. And I think that's what they called it actually a warm up. But um, it was it was. Uh, yeah, And I, I do find for those who I tried to meditate. OK, I, you know, and me being Mr. Gadget guy here, I'm sitting there. Well, I can only meditate properly if I buy a meditation chair. Or some meditation mat or something like that. And then I'm sitting in a room, uh, in the room we're actually in right now. <laughs> and that is true. You are the gadget guy. you yeah. got to get everything to go with it. Oh, yeah. Like if I'm if I'm doing yoga, I have to have the Manduka mat, which you is $90. Do. You do. So. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's that's 100% the way that I work. Um, so, um, but I in the room we're actually in right now, I remember setting myself up and trying to do a meditation after reading Meditation for Dummies. Yep which is actually a pretty darn good book, by the way. Um, And I had a really hard time fighting out uh, or fighting out thoughts and my my sense of things going on around me. So if I heard a TV downstairs or a door open or anything like that, it just blew me right out of it. And they do tell you that. Clear mind. And you're like, uh, how do I do that? Yeah. So um, the first time I tried a guided meditation, though, um, I had on noise canceling headphones and I'm listening to it and I could get into that. It's great. I could get into that because. Is that that, what's his name? 
uh, Bo Hipposka. Yeah. Oh, his voice. You know what <laughs> I was doing while I was meditating to that guy? I was <laughs> coloring. Wow. I had an adult color. Well, it's not a bad. I had a coloring book um, for adults. And uh, I remember Alex came over because I was having issues. And she brought me crayons. And I'm sitting there coloring, trying to relax myself. And I'm listening to this. And it was so awesome. Yeah. I mean, and I think there's a lot of power in that. And also, you know. And for, yoga, like Alex's yoga. And that's yeah. really good for you. Yeah. Um, but but there's a the huge component here is your emotional well-being. Now, even whether, whether it's a natural thing. Uh, whether it's um, you need help, which we had discussed in a previous podcast. Yeah. Um, the co- so for me, what it's turning out to be is going to be a combination of things. And I need to get into a, a mindfulness or, or some sort of a I think you're on your way. Thing. I think you're on your way to that. Yeah. Um, but I feel darn good about it. Mm-hmm. You, know, so, you feel like you're ready to do it. You're in that place where now you can do it. Yeah, and that's that's what the doctor said this weekend too. He's like, you're ready to to take that next step, and I and I did, and I feel really darn good about it. So I'm going to continue down that path because I think, if anything, if you you want to shorten your life, you know, um, let, they talk about all let that with stress, too. anxiety, and all this other stuff just tear you your soul what? apart. In the grand scheme of things, a lot of this stuff doesn't matter. It really doesn't. And um, do you want to talk about, well, I want to talk about volunteering because this is all about things that make you feel good about yourself. So um, in case people do not know, I volunteer at our local hospital on Wednesdays for just a couple hours. And what I do is I go around on the fifth floor and I talk to the patients and, you know, maybe their loved ones. I bring them little things like water and, um, you know, whatever they need, tissues and all of that, get them pillows. And uh, it makes me feel so good about myself because when I think things are really bad and crazy, I hear some of these stories of people and I'm like, you know, I have nothing compared to some of these people, what they're going through. And the worst stories of all are the ones that are alone. They're the worst. I couldn't imagine. So I I feel, um, you know, I get a lot of positive feedback from the patients and also from the nurses. They love me. And uh, it makes me feel like not only I I exercise, I eat right, I volunteer to help me, you know, with my whole feeling good about myself because, you know, as Bob said, I'm compassionate and I try to be. And, you know, that's where I can kind of put it to use, um, you know, something people, that I people think... People respond to you, though. They do. Yeah, and I, I think that's... It's good for you, too. And also, I mean, you're on a, the floor with cancer patients and stuff like that because um, you supported your mom. Yeah. You know, and you wanted to kind of uh, continue that. Yeah, because I, I realized when my mom and dad were in the hospital, the one thing that people need is somebody to be their voice when they're a patient. And I was that voice for them. Um, and I like the fact that when I go there, sometimes it's a family member that will like, can I just talk to you for just a second? And they'll tell me their whole story about their mom or their dad and bed or whatever. And, and it, I, I just feel like sometimes I'm there for those people too, because it's hard sitting there and, and, you know, 
being there for someone that's seriously sick as, you know, your family. And uh, I just really, I can't say enjoy it. It makes me feel good about myself. Yeah, it's a, there's a therapeutic nature um, for you. It is, you yeah. Know? Because, you know, I mean, you know, with the, especially with the loss of parents and stuff like that, that's a continuing grievance process too. You know, I mean, it goes on for longer than, than most people think. And um, So even though that makes me feel good that I go in there, it's also I bring something out of there beside that, and that's the, you know, you think things are rough? Hey, that person has a month to live, and they got two little kids. Yeah, that's that's awful stuff. I don't know, I don't know how you do it, and I commend you for that because I I don't think I could personally do it. Thank you. Yeah, it's awesome. Okay, so that was my volunteering, and now I want to talk about your didgeridoo. The didgeridoo. So yeah, so I'm a didgeridoo practitioner. Um, so why do you play? Why did you start playing the didgeridoo? Well, because I have a, uh, I have sleep apnea and I'm not very compliant with, um, with my CPAP device because I tear it off my face in the middle of the night. So, um, there were some studies done, um, in gosh, I don't know, about a decade ago where they found that people that um, play certain kind of wind instruments, in this case a didgeridoo, um, you can strengthen your soft palate and you won't have the same number of apneas in the night by learning how to play didgeridoo. So that's why I started to play the didgeridoo. Okay, so it's more of a natural thing to do instead of like shoving medications down you too. Yeah, medications or strapping myself to a machine. Now, so the issue for me seems... like Darth Vader with that. Oh, you have to tell the story from Vero Beach and Tria with that thing on your... Yeah, so uh, we, were in, we were in Vero Beach and I had my CPAP device with me. Okay, so the, here's a great visual for you. So Victoria sneaks out of our room in a... Uh, in a uh, she was sleepwalking. Yes. So she yes. walks out of our room. It's the first time we're at Vero well, Beach. And also it's more of a, a motel setup where you walk out your door. It's not into a lobby. It's actually to the outside. Yeah. And this, these particular buildings. Yeah. Right to the outside. By the ocean. By the ocean. And it's very poorly lit because they don't want to disturb the sea turtles uh, hatching. So I'm sitting there and I hear the door open. Okay. Now, um, so... I'm, I have my CPAP mask on my face and uh, underwear on with, on my pear-shaped body. Oh, my God. That was so and funny. And I go, I unplug the mask and I go flying out the door. So I got the CPAP mask <laughs> on my face and I'm running away with my underwear, probably looking like a bowl of jello pudding, <laughs> running going, because I got this mask on my face. Yeah, Miss right? Sleepwalker. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that must have been a sight. But so the CPAP, I have a hard time with compliance, as many, 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 many people do. Um, So I learned how to play the didgeridoo and how to circular breathe uh, in order to uh, have a therapeutic effect on my soft palate. And, And it does work, but again, like everything else I do, I just, I'll play for a month straight. You got to play for like a couple of months, five, you know, 20 minutes a day. You got the little portable one too. Five, yeah, you do five times a week, 20 minutes a day. 
and me, stupid ass, can't make the time to consistently do it. I got to tell the story. I know we're running out of time. My aunt was in the therapy. My aunt was getting rehab done um, down the street. And I I had said to you, listen, I got to go see her over in the into where she's having her rehab done. And she's a loony tune anyway. And uh, it was dark and creepy. And it's not such a great area. And I'm like, can you come with me? I said, I have to go drop this thing off over there. I just have to run into the front desk. And you're like, okay. And you were in a really bad mood. And I don't remember why. (laughs) And you sat in the car. Yeah, I wasn't going to put shoes on. And he had no shoes. And he had a ripped shirt. And his freaking... (laughs) Portable tissue in the car. And I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Mr. Tumnus from uh Narnia. Like I'm like, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna play like a, a tune in the car? It was so ridiculous. I told my girlfriend about it and she almost peed herself when I was telling her about the because she knows him so well and she's like losing it. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean I, like like all you these... got really mad at me too when oh, I made I the joke. I was like, "This what is are you? serious." I was like, "What are you, Mister Thomas?" And you this is like, very serious. You're like, "I gotta get my Tijeridu playing." In. Twenty minutes, I all I need, and then I drop it like a week later and don't play. No, it for but you a didn't even do it when you got home. I don't no, understand I, why I you brought it with you. Because I'm an idiot. You know why? This is why the medication has helped you because you wouldn't do that now. No, and and I'm, the therapy has helped you. And I'm getting into a position now where I can commit to things like the didgeridoo. You can, yes, um, yes. Just one thing at a time, you know. Um, and this podcast has actually been very good too because it's oh, been, I love doing this with you. It's been keeping me um, engaged, thoughtful, on point. Mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am going to play my didgeridoo again because Rod needs it. Oh, I it's so. is it a competition now? No, because oh, because my friend is no, playing it, so I get to yeah, play yeah, it yeah. again. No. You're copying off people. No, I'm not copying off anyone. But the thing is that I can help him. <laughs> Because um, with yeah. circular breathing and some of the techniques that you I've can, learned. yes. So. Yes. Because circular breathing is no joke. Uh-uh. You'd be good at scuba diving now, wouldn't you? Uh, I don't know about that. I'd get harpooned. Is there anything else we had to cover? <laughs> is there anything else we had to cover? I know we talked about, like, you know, everything. No, I think we covered it pretty well. But the whole the whole point, we'll, we'll just summarize and wrap it up, is that you have to take the time. To do things for yourself, um, for your longevity, for your health, for your body, for your mind. Because I'm going to inter- I'm going to interject, not interrupt. Because if you take care of yourself and you feel good about yourself, which is why you do stuff, that um, you'll be able to be a better partner, mother, father, things Child. like that. Yeah. Yeah, because if you take care of it, you feel good about yourself, you know? Yeah, it's exhilarating. And, it is and, exhilarating. And, you know, and it's more than just, just you know, pumping iron, you know, because there there have been many, uh, many a bodybuilder who have died of cardiovascular disease. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure. Because they're not taking care of other things in their lives. Right. Um, you know, so if you look at, at it in a very, um, a very, uh, you know, holistic approach to things, taking care of your whole self. Yes. Um, that's, that's really the message here is that, that you have to do things to take care of those things. And it includes your brain and turning off all those voices and all the anxiety and turning off all these things. 
um, to get you in the right state of mind to become a, a productive um, loving person who can give back to other people in a nice, calm and, uh, you know, effective way. So that that's really the takeaway here. And you got to find exercise that works for you. I mean, not everybody can do, not everybody likes yoga, not everybody likes weights, not everybody likes any kind of circuit training, but even if you walk, anything, anything. Yeah, any kind of movement uh, is, is useful. Uh, be mindful of your eating, you know. Um, Says he. Yeah, I mean, Hey, you're mindful of it. You know what's going. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's a work in progress. I've, I always it is. continue to work toward these things. I've never had horrible blood work. Um, you know, so, but I, but I do continue. My blood work is A plus. Wow. But I do continue to work on all these things um, and try to, you know, and the thing is that, and part of the, one of the things that I do is I tend to go so full bore at one particular oh, item yes. that um, I'm not focused on any other things. So I think that that touching on them in the right quantity, integrate them into part of your life so that they don't become a hassle. I think that happens with a lot of people with dieting, though, and that that's a really bad word. That's like a bad word today. But they, you know, just try to try to eat well and if you have a piece of pizza don't beat yourself up about it just don't you know eat a little healthier the next day yeah, and, you're, and you're never finished too and that's also no. one of the things that people forget with dieting they they go and they lose weight and then they go back to eating the way they ate and fall into the same habits i mean right. if you want to go look online and look at the biggest loser and f- find out how many of those people kept their weight off i think two you know, and it's not just, here's the thing too. It's not just about weight. It's about being healthy because you brought up the point that, you know, there are thin people that are not healthy. No, because you have a fast metabolism does not mean your arteries are not Exactly. Clogging. So it's not an actual number on the scale. It's the, are you healthy? Yeah, because to be perfectly honest, as much as I weigh right now, my blood work is better than people who are half of my weight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, oh, it's not and a at the end of the, the day, I don't even weigh myself anymore. And at the end of the day, is my weight a burden on my heart? Sure, but not as much as the bacon clogging somebody's arteries. That's true. You know, so you want to be at a good, healthy weight, right? Which okay. I'm not exactly right now, but that's okay. I'm, it's a work in progress. No big Aww. deal. It's fine. I'm good. Aww. It's all good. It's all oh. good. One one step at a time. Oh. Step at a time. All right, sweetheart. Okay. Well, I think this was a fantabulous podcast. Yeah. Any questions for anything, uh, you can hit us up on Facebook. Yeah, hit us up you. on Facebook. We have a group up there. If you go to Facebook groups, Peanut Butter and Joey. Well, yeah, a question or even like a comment or maybe you have something to add that maybe you do. Yeah, you can, that leave, works for you you. can leave comments anywhere. You can leave comments on uh, on our uh, peanutbutterandjody.com. Yep. Uh, you can leave comments on our Facebook group, uh, Facebook groups, Peanut Butter and Jody. Uh, join the group join the conversation let's have a talk give us some comments feedback uh things you'd like us to talk about and we will be glad to uh to interact with you and next up is danny mcbride no i'm kidding okay well thank you honey it thank was a you wonderful, Bubba, wonderful for chat. being my support oh we support each other we do it's we a do. love fest yeah, we do all right sweetie all right, and Bubba. we will be back to chat again soon 